Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. You can, I guess, if you go to this particular web location... You can swap faces in videos, and it's an illustration of Leonardo DiCaprio's face taking over for, uh, I, I think it was a woman in a movie uh, scene. Like tra- so, trading faces? Well, it's like that thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. They should call it trading faces. The idea of the deep fake, where right, you can yeah. put out videos that look really legitimate. Like I could send you some crazy video where I'm walking along behind Biden. And it looks like my face standing there with right. him on stage because I swapped my face with some, I don't know, Secret oh, Service guy or something. What, what's It'd be even, funny, wouldn't it? What's worse, I've heard, is they're, they're doing that and they're putting celebrity uh, faces in uh, porn videos. Yeah, dirty stuff because that turns people on. Right, right. right. They so want to see you know, their favorite stars. You got to want to see an actress uh, doing all I, kinds that, of unspeakable that, things. Then that's been, there's Your a, mind though, went right there. I mean, I was just talking about fun, pretending I'm walking along with Biden. You went right to Dirtyville. <laughs> Do you hear that, Deborah Mark? Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? All the time. And it's happening a lot lately. I know. What do you think is wrong with him, Ken? I don't know. He's uh, <laughs> he's shuffling the papers nervously. <laughs> he doesn't know what we're going to say. <laughs> We've hit a chord here. <laughs> it didn't occur to me. I'm playing along. I realized, he did it again. He goes right to... It's the last thing I, I heard about that. 16-year-old. Uh, yeah, well, think I, of all the porn you could pretend it's, to uh, it's produce with celebrities in it. I haven't seen it. But uh, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Who are you hanging out with that you're hearing this? I, <laughs> Other 16-year-olds. Who, who talks about this stuff? <laughs> By the way, John, did you know you can get celebrity porn? Well, it's not really celebrities, but it's uh, vivacious girls with celebrity faces. Right. That's, <laughs> it's everything you dreamed and, of. And you have to try to tell the difference. In case that celebrity you've been in love with, they're quite the perfect body. We'll find out somebody from the porn industry who does. <laughs> 
Uh, there's pretty good news. It came out uh, late yesterday. The organizers behind the attempt to get rid of uh, L.A. County D.A. George Gascon said that they have surpassed 400,000 signatures and they've raised $6 million. Now, they need 566,857 signatures to affect a recall, but they have until July 6th. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think they're going to get there with that kind of money. Yeah, and with the kind wanna, of, uh, they probably want to get to what seven, eight hundred thousand signatures though, because uh, they want a margin of. Uh, yeah, what is it usually? What did we find out from the Bonin recall? <laughs> we, we suspect that one was. Yeah, but these are real professionals running this recall. I think this yeah, is. Top I know they are not local people who just gave up their. Uh, uh, I, I think I think probably um, seven million would be would be safe. 700,000. 700,000, rather. 7 yeah. million. 7 million? Would we only be... got 10 million people in L.A. County. That's going to be tough. Uh, 7 million would be safe. 7 million it? would be great. That would really it, send a message. 700,000. Quit 000. now. <laughs> so I, 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 think, I think they're going to get there. I, I was talking with Eric Sadal. Was... Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Down he goes. <coughs> COVID. Hold on a second. No, you got it's... the kit, Deborah Mark? Oh, yeah. The revival kit? Oh, gosh. All right. Let me go <clears throat> in there. A lozenge? <clears throat> No, Dave Weiss uh, from the sports station. Okay, gave went me from an, Eric Sadal to Dave <clears throat> Weiss. Gave me an L.A. Kings cookie, which, oh. Deborah, you can see I have here. I see the cookie. Yes, I do. <laughs> and it's uh, a very <laughs> good cookie. eat anything. Sure. Again, we're uh-huh. a 10-year-old. A cookie. But now I have all these, uh, like, dried cookie crumbs. So why don't you take a sip of your throat. Coke? Well, the Actually, Coke has that, run dry. So that, that happens to me during some breaks. I go and get a little snack, and I realize, yeah. oh, no. <clears throat> My whole throat is closed. I, I, this cookie is drier than I thought it was. <laughs> what were we talking about? Eric Sadal was in yesterday. Eric Sadal with the L.A. County Association of Deputy DAs. Yes. And he actually told me out in the hallway that they had 400000 but they weren't ready to go public with it yet. Oh, I was going to say, he was on the air. I saw this story I, last I night on Fox News, and I said, why didn't we have this yesterday? He I, was on the show. I, I know. I'm gonna but he wasn't time. ready. They, they said they weren't ready. He, he, he's not running the recall. He knew about it, but yeah. he said they're not ready to publicize it. And I thought, he, he said maybe Monday they were going to publicize it, but last night Fox News broke it at about 8.30 last night so yeah uh, uh that's a real good deal now uh keep in mind um well according to this story and we'll be talking later to tanya owen with the recall da george com effort she's actually directly involved they want to put it on november's ballot i thought for some reason i guess they can huh if they they get the signatures in by july 6th yeah well, i thought that I- was the target date yeah Okay, I guess I have memory of something else. I thought we were going to have to do this next year. But you know what? He took office at the end of 2020, didn't he? At the, yeah, yes. December of 2020. Right. right. He was elected so in I, November. I remember saying, oh, we got to vote in 22 to get rid of him. You're right, because that was the first effort. Yeah, right. So, well, that time has gone by now. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. So, well, that'd be something else to really entice people to vote, wouldn't it? Oh, um, yeah. Plus, it's going to be a big turnout. And I think the more people turn out, and the turnout should be pretty high in November. Then the more votes are going to be around to remove Gascon. Now, for reasons he, that I didn't do, we are signed up, the John and Ken show, to his emails. So he's been really pushing. There's been two in the last day about trying to get money from people. It's, you know, the stand with Gascon thing. Right. Oh. And the, the one he sent the other day, and he put it in bold print. Again, this recall is funded largely by a Trump mega donor. The name is Jeff Palmer a controversial billionaire developer who has said that affordable housing requirements are immoral and not American. That just throws that in, doesn't he? 
There's a little picture of Jeff Palmer. God, that's uh, so lame. Right next to a picture of Trump. That is so lame. What an, <laughs> what an idiot. That's, that is a winning argument. He's letting criminals run around killing people and, and smash and grabbing. And his response is, well, you know, the guy financing the recall effort, uh, he doesn't believe in affordable housing. Uh, okay. Again, it's that playbook that you have to associate everything with Trump to get people worked up. I, it's been good. Uh, Newsom did it with the recall last year. Uh, if Palmer and his ilk, I always like the word ilk, are successful, They'll take us back to the failed tough-on-crime policies of the 80s and 90s <laughs> when police acted with impunity and innocence languished behind bars. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of those stories, huh? Yeah. Now, and then in parentheses, by the way, these policies didn't make us any safer. Oh, they damn well did. Oh, my God. You know what I know, we got to do? It's opposite land when you read this stuff. We got to get—I get, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Steve has access to this. Or, Ray, this will take up your weekend. Let's get all the L.A. County— Crime numbers from uh, the, the mid late nineties after uh, three strikes took effect. Okay, uh, and and let's compare them to now. Let, let I would let, go further. Uh, I would because what we're seeing now is ten years of these policies. We can, we can do ten out. years ago too. Yeah, I would think you, you'd see them because I can remember about ten years ago was when um, whoever was mayor then it may have been Villar. He would come out with the police chief, and they would just uh, they would have the press conference to announce crime is at historic lows. Okay, let's get those numbers then. I mean, he is lying, and, and, but he he's a he's a pathological liar like Garcetti. All these people that are running things now, they're all pathological liars, compulsive liars, right. and uh, so almost everything they say is false. And it's easily proven in this case. This is not a matter of opinion. You know what's great about this? And I, I am I am looking on the bright side. All this woke. <laughs> A horse manure that they've been shoveling about uh, criminal justice reform. They've had their run now. They've had several years of their run, and you can see what's happening. We have massive amount of crime and many, many victims. So we tried it their way, and they failed. And we can prove that they failed. And this is going to be easy, an easy case to make, make against him. Well, and, you know, he made the news today, and we'll be talking about it with Steve next hour. The attacker against Dave Chappelle on stage at the Hollywood Bowl Isaiah Lee will not be facing felony charges. And as we found out later, he did smuggle a weapon into the Hollywood Bowl, which was a replica gun with a blade that uh, kind of retracts. How do all the progressive uh, celebrities feel about that? That a guy could charge the stage with with a fake gun and a knife, tackle Chappelle, and uh, it's a misdemeanor, which means he probably wouldn't even get jail time. Like, did right. celebrities feel safe knowing that, uh, I mean, how many of them sent, like Reed Hastings, right? Reed Hastings, the head of uh, Netflix, he spent millions, millions of dollars, he and his wife, on, on George Gascon. How does he feel about the safety of all the uh, actors and actresses that he depends on to make his big paycheck? Does he, does he think that they're going to feel comfortable now if we're living in a city where anything goes? Anybody can rush up and tackle you, and they've got a knife on them, and, uh, oh, hey, no penalty. Ah, nothing happened. Now, this means no it's crime. a misdemeanor, and the L.A. City Attorney's Office will handle it. He'll be free soon. If he even yeah. goes to jail, so, there, there's, like, no bail on anything anymore. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think he got, uh, he's being held on $30,000 bond right now. But it does say felony assault, so you're right, if there's no felony charges. It, it, it should be felony assault. And and I mean I mean they actually arrested him on felony assault charges. That's how they got him on thirty thousand dollars bail. And Gascon is overruling that. Wow. Uh, how crazy is that? But you know what? Everybody's a target now. 
everyone's a target, even the, the wealthy, the rich, the celebrities. Everyone is a target now because Gascon has pretty much given the, uh, the go-ahead signal to all the crazy people out there. Hey, go ahead, do whatever you want to whoever you see on the streets. No penalty. This uh, story in the Daily Mail even brings us back to that inmate that's going to tattoo Gascon's name on his face. That's yep. the murderer, the gang murderer, right? Yeah, that's right. It, this he is real. He killed a delivery person for a marijuana delivery in 2018, and he's so excited about Gascon uh, being DA and the chance of him getting out much faster. He's going to tattoo Gascon's name to his face. This, this is the gold. This is so many stories. It's just funny. I always forget them. I see these articles. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's that one. And then there's Hannah Tubbs. And then there's, yeah, there's like so yeah. many stories. Yeah, I know. There is there there is a lot of stories. I was thinking about that today, how difficult it is to uh, track all these stories because, you know, just the way you, your mind is, you can't keep track of every detail of every story of everything that goes on, right? Yeah. You've got plenty of stuff going on in your life. That's why it is really useful to occasionally go through a refresher list of all the sins somebody's committed in public life, especially Gascon. I think a lot of them are at recalldageorgegascon.com. I've looked there, and I think they have a number of these for, uh, archived, so you can also refresh your memory. Uh, we'll talk about this again later in the show. We'll bring on, we hope, Tanya Owen with the effort. She's part of the group behind recalldageorgegascon.com. And again, they have surpassed 400,000 signatures on their way to about 500,000, almost 600,000, and getting it on the ballot in November. More coming up. I'm going to eat the rest of my cookie. Uh, all right, tomorrow will bring us a Moist Line Friday, so we're putting out the last call for you to contribute. Uh, you can do that with the uh, iHeartRadio app, the talkback feature, the little microphone you uh, punch there or tap. Uh, also, you can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Did you not know you had like a live commercial there? Because I, I could still hear you eating the cookie when we went into No, I break. didn't know. But I managed to... I heard to... something in your throat because I mm. wasn't sure whose turn it was. And then I heard uh, you talking and then I could tell you had a little cookie in your throat. I, I'm, I'm so talented. I could swallow a cookie and do a, uh, a dental commercial at the same time. You did better than the coughing fit you had when <clears> you <throat> first well, came on the air. That caught me by surprise. This time I was prepared. You were <laughs> Another, And by the way, it's a very sugary cookie with, with very sweet icing, which is a perfect cookie to eat when you're doing a dental commercial about somebody's rotting teeth. Was that the uh, remember the was that the cookies you wanted? You couldn't get into the grocery store during the pandemic in twenty twenty. Remember that they they um, you had some crisis with cookies. At some, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Oh, no. You couldn't get them at the Ralph's Bakery. Was that right? Well, you couldn't. No, 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 it was it was the it was the uh, the local grocery store. Oh, okay. it was it was those. Cookies. Yeah, their own brand of little sugar cookies. Right. No, I think it, I think it was Pepperidge Farm Chessman cookies. It closed early or something? I can't remember what happened. Well, it was shut down by the National Guard because of the stupid rioters. I, I, oh, that's I, what it was. It, okay. was, it was after work, and I, I couldn't – because there was one night because of the rioting and the curfew, I drove all the way to Simi Valley to get groceries for my family because all my sons had come home because of the COVID lockdowns, and then we had the curfew for the riots on top of the COVID lockdowns, and I drove from Burbank to Simi Valley and then back to the west side, and I wanted to go to uh, get uh, the, the cookies from the local store, and um, the National Guard was surrounding the parking lot. It was, it was a staging it was. area. Okay. And I'm thinking, all right, we're, we're at end of days here. We got the National Guard preventing me from getting cookies. 
was a tragedy. Then, uh, you know, at that point, I was really fed up with all the stupid protesters. And, yeah, and, you were and so government angry. And, and the lockdowns. And the lockdowns. double whammy in 2020. No, yeah. I know. It was, it was probably by June. By June, I'd completely had it with, uh, with civilization. And you all couldn't the, get your cookies. And I couldn't get my cookies. Uh, don't don't stand talking. in the way of me and the cookies. Just talk about L.A. County uh, D.A. George Gascon, the uh, effort to recall him has surpassed 400,000 signatures on their way to 600,000 plus. It's looking good, but don't forget if you're an L.A. County registered voter. And we just found out that our own board op, technical director, Eric, he, he just got his ballot. He's sending it in, his, his, or rather his petition. So you can get it at recalldageorgegascon.com. You can download it, sign it, send yeah. it in. This is going to be a winner. Just uh, do your little uh, thing there and uh, fill it out, and uh, we're going to get rid of this bastard. Shocking video from uh, uh, Compton has made national news. I don't know if you got a chance to look at this, John, but a couple of, well, several guys go into a smoke shop. Still calling that? Oh, I saw this, yes. And they decide they're going to rob the place, but much to their surprise, a security guard uh, immediately pulls a gun, and there was a four-on-one shootout. One person is dead, assumed to be... One of the robbers, the worker is standing behind a counter at the smoke shop and he appears to take a shot in the face as he pulls a gun from his belt, according to the uh, video, which was released by the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. And then the three the, 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 the thieves, I guess there's four of them, they start running and they trip over each other as they flee to the back of the store. But they're firing, too, sometimes inches from each other. Uh, the worker wearing a security vest ducks for cover as uh, bullets cause the glass display case to shatter. The video is silent, but it's pretty, they're pretty close together, too, when the first shots are going. Uh, but he escaped. The guard did, although he had to be treated for gunshot wounds to the head and the neck. Two of the robbers, they know who they are. They've actually put out their pictures and their names. But they're on the loose. And then there was one uh, guy that uh, apparently showed up at a local hospital. Uh, with a gunshot wound, and he, he died. They haven't oh, one of the bad guys yet. died? One of them did, yes. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, well, uh, you know what? See, and, and this, this is why uh, guns uh, have to be legalized for regular people to have. This is why we, we have our Second Amendment rights, because you know the government will never get the guns from the bad guys, so this, uh, this security guard had to do uh, what he had to do in order to stay alive himself. Yeah, and if it's you know, so, that, that's why you're you're never going to get your gun control nonsense. It's never going to happen because the good guys need to have the guns. And you would think that, I mean, a smoke shop isn't that like marijuana stuff? Isn't it like uh, bongs and? Uh I don't know. It I don't looks go like to smoke it from shops the, because uh, that you, you got to know now that all of those places are heavily guarded because they have, a lot of people I, know that a lot of cash business is done and they want to just go in there and grab a bunch of loot. Yeah, I, I would I would think it's a lot of pot, but I'm guessing. I, I don't know that I've ever been in one. No, I passed them. I haven't been in one. I mean, it, they don't sell cigars there, right? That would be a cigar shop. Yeah, I, I don't think you'd get a lot of money at a place that just sells cigars and cigarettes. Yeah, I'm not the guy who stops And at, Tipperillos. I'm not the guy who stops at the smoke shop on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the sugar cookies with the sprinkles. Sure, yeah, that's right. The bakeries, yes. And don't you get in the way of that. <laughs> that's right. All right, we got hey, more you know coming what? up. They weren't blocking off the smoke shops that night. Probably not. They were well, blocking people off. needed their relief they from were, that stress. They were blocking <laughs> off the bakeries. All right. John and Cad KFI. I finished my cookie. Yeah, throat's clear. Throat's clear. I'm ready right. to go now. Ready to start. All right. Until they bring you another cookie or some of their snack. <laughs> You're like a little animal in the zoo. They come over and give you treats. I can't resist cookies. 
A King's cookie, too. I mean, I King's cookie, they, yeah. They're in the playoffs. Right they got wallop last night. It was a playoff cookie. <laughs> uh, coming up after 3 o'clock, uh, Steve Gregory will give us all the details about the decision not to charge the Dave Chappelle attacker with a felony. Where did it come from? Oh, the L.A. County DA's office. So we'll get uh, the rundown from Steve after 3 o'clock. Um, back in 2020... And I've been mentioning this because people are going to start getting their ballots for the June primary. But not long after that, we'll be voting in November. Uh, Back in November of 2020, there was a ballot measure called Proposition 22. Anybody remember that? Uh, Uber and Lyft. Does that give you an idea? Yeah, Uber and Lyft wanted to overturn. uh, What was it, AB5? Uh, That classified... uh, The drivers as, as gig workers. Right, reclassifying them as employees. And, uh... They got Proposition 22 passed. The reason I'm mentioning it is because they spent a hell of a lot of money to do that. $224 million. That's the highest. You're going to see that broken, I don't know how many times over, come this November. And you may have noticed already, some of you that watch television commercials, there have been some ads running by the California tribes, and they might puzzle you because they're a bit cryptic about protecting our way of life and protecting. And so I knew what it was, but a lot of people don't. Now I'm going to tell you what it is, because a coalition led by FanDuel, DraftKings, and BetMGM has submitted more than 1.6 million signatures to let California move to online gambling. That's sports gambling. The tribes want control over that. And that's why they want you to vote no. In fact, in fact, they're going to have a competing ballot measure where you can bet on sports, but only at casinos operated on Native American lands and at horse racing tracks. So there's going to be two ballot measures in November on sports betting. I know you're laughing, John, but the money spent oh, I know. is going to be... KFI is going to do well. KFI is going to do real well. Because yes. these two groups will, oh my God, they're going to flood the airwaves and the radio and waves. we encourage both sides to spend as much money as necessary. Absolutely. We, we have, love it. We believe in free speech. KFI, but it's not free. <laughs> and especially the John and Ken show, have a vast audience of degenerate gamblers. Oh, there sports are, betting. Sure. There are, so, there are so, I mean, just on staff here at the station, yeah. there's all kinds of gambling addicts. Uh, so billions are at stake here, Al. I mean, one of the things... Uh, I realized, at least when reading about it, back in 2020 when we had the lockdown, remember there was no sports for a while. A lot of the games just froze, and then they did it without an audience. But uh, some of the gamblers turned to the stock market is what I think happened. I've read that. They're also uh, they're there. They're there in force. And if we get online gambling in California, I mean, right now, unless you, don't, unless you have a bookie to, to make a sports bet, and I do it occasionally when I'm in Las Vegas. You have a bookie? Sports bet. No, no, no. I go to, when I go to Las Vegas, I make oh, a sports bet. Oh, okay. I do not have a bookie. I've never had a bookie. I find the term really antiquated, like mob guy in the corner with a trench coat. Yeah, well, tell and, that to Ray. Um, I know. I, I, I'm sure they still operate. A lot of people still have them. I find you just, the whole thing kind of weird and old and funny. But anyway, uh, because that bookie gets a cut of your money, too. But that to me, that's somebody that's really desperate to bet that has to have their own bookie. That's sad. I, I remember that. that's sad. No, I, mean, uh, I remember when I uh, worked at a newspaper coming out of high school. The whole sports department was about fifteen of us. They all they all had bookies. That's all they talked about every night. 
They were calling yeah, they up their bookies. They spent a lot of time on yeah. the phone placing bets during the that's, work day. That's what they did. They spent right. much of the evening in between writing and editing stories, calling their bookie and uh, trading information. And I, yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's what much of America does. Giraffe King and its allies have already put $100 million into the campaign, but they're willing to spend tons more to get it passed. Of course, the question is, what happens if both measures pass? <laughs> right. So one measure says that there will likely be litigation over which will be implemented. Well, I thought could... maybe the one that got more votes. No. That that does work sometimes. That does work sometimes. Right? Yeah. Because you find some people may not vote on some ballot measures versus others. And uh... I don't know. So uh, one legalizes online sports betting, and the other says all sports betting in California have to run through the uh, Indian tribes. Or the horse racing tracks. Or the horse racing tracks. Yeah. Apparently, the tribes are going to come back with a ballot measure that would allow it online, but for now, they want you to come to their I mean, casinos. I, see, I don't gamble, so this is, this is a big I don't care. I don't know if I'd even vote on this. Uh, but this is going to have a lot of interest because they have found out that if you allow online gambling, the participation really jumps because it's so easy oh, and yeah. simple. It is tempting. I mean, it is tempting if you know the uh, the gambling is, is in, in the palm of your hand. It's like you know, just to amuse myself for the next couple hours. Why don't I put some bets down on some games and By the g- way, give me something to live for? A couple of nuggets. This story I'm looking at is in the Wall Street Journal. And one of the first persons that they quote said, well, you have at least two well-funded measures, a growing number of well-staffed campaigns, and a jaw-dropping amount of money at stake. That person is Jason Kinney. Does anybody recognize that name? No. All right, the next part is a Democratic consultant. Does that help? The French Laundry. Oh, he was the French Laundry guy. It was his birthday that Newsom was celebrating. Maskless. I, I knew I knew the name. Jason so Kitty, look at oh, he's a big Newsom operator. Look at that, that slimy weasel. He's back. In, f- in fact, there's a guy by the name of Nathan Click in this story too. He's another one connected to Newsom. Uh, <laughs> what a dirty, greasy crowd that is, huh? Yeah, really. that's just awful. Uh, so Although, you the know, uh, the tribes have vowed to spend at least a hundred million to defeat the DraftKings measure. Uh, they've already raised roughly $35 million. They've already spent $12 million on those television ads and digital ads I've mentioned. Uh, you know, the only winners in these kind of wars, radio and television stations. It is going to result in a, <laughs> a torrent of money. There's, you know, there's going to be a lot of ballot measures in November, but this is the one that will have the most money spent on the ads. Um, I, uh, I've got it. And plus, it's simple. You can really explain this simply. Uh, yeah. You know, you want to go online to bet rather than having to make your way to you know, Vegas or is, have a bookie. The thing is, I'm thinking for the average person, just viscerally, they're going to be really open to the idea that you can you can have online betting, uh, you know, free everywhere. And uh, I'm not sure many of them are going to care about the Indian tribes argument. I think you're right. And since this is online and the Indian tribes for now is not online. Um, yeah. Native American tribes, John. Uh, well, I don't know. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the uh, casinos call themselves uh, use the word Indian. Do they? Yeah, I thought they got rid of that, or they just uh... no. Uh, in New Jersey, ninety-one percent of last year's sports bets were placed online. New Jersey already has this, so to tell you exactly where people go, because it's lazy and it's simple, and 
they claim that they're going to have a um, a licensing fee. It's going to be a licensing fee requirement and a ten percent tax on the gambling revenues. And you'll like this part, John. Eighty-five percent will fund programs to address homelessness and mental health treatment. <laughs> there you go. More money for the homeless industrial complex coming from the gamblers. Here we go. Here we go. The San Manuel Band of Mission Indians. Oh, okay. They're uh, the leading tribe that's going to spend $100 million to defeat the DraftKings yeah. proposition. Yeah, I, th- I thought that word was kind of, maybe it's because they've already been known as that. No, it's just, it's it just PC nonsense. The, uh... <laughs> Most people don't care. Uh, so the other thing is, I was looking for the part about the measures they're going to take to make sure that you are not a minor. When you go online to bet, there's some sort of age verification. <laughs> oh, really? What would that be? What is the age verification? So, a little box that says, "Yes, I'm uh, 18 years or older. I I, I verify." Well, yes or no? You have to link it to like a bank account in order to have the funds to bet. You have to link it to something. So maybe that's how they're going to do it. Yeah, you you can get that. A 10 year old can get a bank account. With sure. Walked out to. You the think the banks care? You get a credit card. Get a PayPal account. All right, so there you go. It's a biggie. I don't think it has a number yet, but it's going to be a big one for a November voting. More coming up. John and Ken. Yeah, I know. That is that is going to, like, saturate the market, right, with ads, and it's going to be something that a lot of people, like virtually all women are not going to care about it. So it's, it's going to be a lot of ads for an issue that, that the majority of the public just says, who cares? Still, jo- there's billions at stake, and that's what they're going to spend it on. John and Ken, can't fight. Yeah, we'll get the full rundown from that guy, Steve Gregory, after 3 o'clock about this decision not to charge the Dave Chappelle attacker at Hollywood Bowl with a felony or any felonies. It's going to be a misdemeanor case, which means uh, it's, it's pretty much done. He, uh, was, he was held on a felony charge. So a felony charge is a real thing that should apply here. But he's uh, not going to get it from Gascon. He did have a nasty knife, from what we can see from the pictures. Yeah. So, uh, what, anyway, what, what does it take to get a felony? Uh, <laughs> like what, what, County. what did he have to do to Dave Chappelle? I guess he, he he had to use the knife, right? He'd have to actually stab him, and then maybe Gascon well, would call it a felony. What's also a about Gascon is that 15 years, he thinks, should be it for just about all crimes. Right. That's right. That's it. Just 15 years. 15 years. Even if you kill somebody. And then what? If we get good time credits, it's three years. I... <laughs> yeah, right. That's the part two that nobody ever talks about. That, yeah, it's 15 years and then minus all the crazy credits now. I don't think people understand that the whole system rotted out in the last five years. It just completely rotted out. Uh, making news this afternoon, speaking of crimes, this uh, Hidden Hills socialite by the name of Rebecca Grossman back in September of 2020 uh, she was racing around the neighborhood after a night of having a few drinks, although she was not, according to the evidence, legally drunk. And she plowed through a family that was uh, not at a traffic light, but at a crosswalk in the road here. And she killed two young boys. And what was going on this week was a preliminary hearing to determine, the judge was determining whether or not there was sufficient evidence for her to be tried on two counts of murder. And the answer is yes. Judge Shelley Samuels determined two counts of murder, two counts of vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence, and one count of hit-and-run driving, resulting in death. Um, the mother was one of the uh, people that testified. Nancy Iskander said that she was crossing the street 7 o'clock at night back in September of 2020 with three of her kids, and she could hear the cars really plowing around. It was two SUVs. 
They were barreling towards the Mark crosswalk. She was able to grab her five-year-old and dive to safety, but the two older boys, Mark 11 and Jacob 8, were plowed over by Rebecca Grossman's SUV, left nearly lifeless. This happened on uh, Triunfo Canyon Road in Westlake Village. Now, it's hard to believe... I know about the blood test you mentioned, but it's hard to believe she wasn't impaired from drinking or something. Yeah, there was some discussion of that and whether or not by the time they took her blood, it may have, you know, because the part I didn't really know, and I think the last time we talked about this, we didn't spend a lot of time on, but she didn't really stop. And there was evidence enough presented that the judge thinks she really had intentions to get away. The car wouldn't operate. Uh, It was a Mercedes SUV. Her lawyer played a recording in court of her speaking with a Mercedes operator after the car's safety system flagged that she had a collision. And the operator says, did you hit something? And her response is, I don't know. I was driving down the road and my bag exploded. That would be the airbag. Mm. Uh, She was connected to her Mercedes assistant to a 911 operator and asked whether she was involved in a collision because there had been a crash in the area. I don't know what I hit was her response. She so said, she I didn't turned know. Turned on to uh, Triunfo when it was dark, and all of a sudden, this bag exploded in my face. That was her whole story. So they they were on they were on skateboards, right? Or or bikes? Yeah, one of them. Skateboards. Was on. Okay, yeah. so you hit two boys on skateboards, and then you got the mother and the five year old diving out of the way, and you don't notice. Oh, uh, one any was of that? on. Oh, yeah, right. One was on. Oh, she. The mother was on rollerblades. Jacob Zachary was on a scooter, and Mark was on a skateboard. Yeah, you're right. Okay, one of the boys was on a skateboard. So rollerblade, scooter, skateboard. I mean, when you hit those kids, the stuff they're riding is going to make a big, loud, clattering sound in addition to the sickening bump of hitting the kids, right? Yes. And mom and the five-year-old are diving out of the way, and she doesn't notice any of this, and then her bag goes off. And I mean, how could you not be impaired? Or are, are you the crazy? The judge noted, too, that there were 14 ignition attempts after her Mercedes stopped. So she's trying to get out of there, yeah. That's what he. That's what she, the judge, decided she was oh, yeah. trying to flee. Yeah, absolutely. And and they think she was street racing. Uh, yeah, a former Dodger, a pitcher named Scott Erickson. Yeah, Scott Erickson's vehicle went through first, and then Grossman's car came, and that's when the boys got hit. And they to avoid uh, Erickson's car didn't hit anybody; it was hers. So an, an investigator said that her vehicle was going eighty-one miles an hour. A second and a half before the crash. Right. She hit the brakes for a second, reduced her speed to 73, and then took her foot off the gas right before she struck the boys. Now, that's not much of a response to seeing all that traffic in front of you, right? You got four people in front of you on a scooter, a skateboard, rollerblades, and you're going 81? You're going 81. And you're a 58-year-old woman. Which is a really bizarre profile. Yeah, the mother said she thought the cars were zigzagging as they came down the road like they were racing, although the two denied that they were racing. But they know each other. They were together having the drinks at the Mexican restaurant. I I can't believe people that old are car racing. By the way, she's a co-founder of the Grossman Byrne Foundation with her husband, Dr. Peter Grossman, is known as a socialite. In that, uh, well, yeah, the Grossman Bird Center is one of the premier burn centers in Southern California. Oh, here's the. Part. I mean, everybody in that in that circle, uh, you know, knows this family in the valley. 
the, the Orange County lab criminalist Kelly Brown testified. She said test of Grossman's blood alcohol level at her lab came back 0.074 and 0.073. But Deputy DA Ryan Gould then asked whether it was possible for the alcohol content to decrease over time and the number to be lower in the Orange County test than what was done in L.A. So the L.A. County Sheriff's investigators said her, her blood alcohol was 0.08, which is the legal limit. Yeah, so. but it doesn't mean you're not impaired at 0.074. It's not like it's nothing. I mean, everybody knows that. You have one drink, you feel it. All right. When we come back, Steve Gregory will give us more detail on the news this afternoon that the uh, Dave Chappelle attacker is not going to face a felony case. Coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Deborah Mark Live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.